Good afternoon and welcome to 20-something, 40-something. So it's just me, but I do have a guest. Um, This is actually my baby dad. His name's Mike. Mike, say hello. What's up, peoples? (laughs) And we are here talking about something that is very important and very difficult, is co-parenting. Now, um, Mike is my third baby dad. I know I've already shared that I have three baby dads because, you know, life. Um, and how, how long would you say we've known each other, Mike? Um, let's see. My little ways. Mm. Yeah. What would your guess be? <laughs> your ass. Um... Well, I mean, we knew each other in high school, <clears throat> hung out a couple times. So um, I guess maybe since like, uh, maybe like 94, 95. No, I'm thinking like 90, yeah, 95, 96. We've known each other. Anyways, so um, somehow, you know, throughout life, it led us, you know, him and I crossed paths again. And uh, obviously we got into a relationship and had a baby. So it has been a rough ride, this journey, with learning how to co-parent. Now, again, um, as y'all know, I do have um, two other baby dads. Um, Those were my two marriages and my last marriages that um, I was in. And um, co-parenting with my first dad or my first baby dad wasn't uh, really the greatest. um, And it was very sporadic. Um, and plus he was, you know, always living out of state. My second, uh, baby dad, uh, if, again, if you've been listening to my stories, you know, he's very unhealthy, psychotic individual, and we do not co-parent and I gladly just parent by myself. Um, but with Mike, um, like I said, it, it really took us time to get to the place that we are at now and continuing to work on because it is it is a relationship and like with all relationships uh it takes work on both parties so um how would you say mike how your i guess outlook or your history with me you know has been and where you are to this point now Okay, so um, I figured like how we got to this point where we're at today is I remember when we first met and we were learning about one another, asking questions about each other. And I recall when I first met you, you were telling me that your dreams were to move to Florida. And, you know, um, once our lives t- took place and we had a child and we had a relationship and and when things did not work out for us and you wanted to move back to Florida, you know, the number one thing on my mind was to not be away from my son. <clears throat> um, So, you know, I, I just at that time, I just remembered that, you know, this was a dream of yours before you even had met me. Right. And I just remember to always just keep that in my mind, dealing with the situation, because 
like any father, no one wants to be separated from their son or their son to move far away or anything like that. But when it happened, it really took a lot in me to grow up because I had to learn that this wasn't necessarily, everything is not necessarily about me, whether I want that or not. Um, at the end of the day, I knew that you were a good mother, period, whether you were raising him around the corner from me or from the other side of the world. I knew that you were very well incapable of doing that job. So when it came time for you to move away and to move to Florida, you know, a selfish part of me wanted to, you know, give you some roadblocks and make it difficult for you. But ultimately, it was just some reflection. And I just thought that, you know, when we first met that this was your goal before we even decided to bring a child into this world. So for me to stand in the way of, you know, your dream at that time, you know, I thought that would be awfully selfish of me. And I'm glad that <clears throat> um, where the direction went moving forward because mm -hmm. um, it gave me a chance to really grow up, um, to deal with things that I'm not comfortable with. And it's a challenge, you know, and... Um, some people are, are, are really accepted of the challenges and I didn't think that I would be able to deal with something like this, but I did, we have, and everything's worked out for the best, honestly. Yeah, I, I almost think that with Romello um, moving down, you know, to Florida, though it made it, you know, difficult to see him on a whim for you it actually i mean maybe it it wouldn't have been different if he was just right down the street maybe y'all would have still had the same relationship but i just feel like this has definitely made you have to grow because now you had to really put in serious effort to you know, plan to get, you know, your flight and his flight. Um, and that time together, I think, also made you appreciate him even more. Again, not really saying that, you know, it wouldn't have been that way if we lived right down the street. But I think it definitely did help. Um, yeah, so... <clears throat> And as far as like you knowing that I was a good parent and everything, yeah, I mean, that definitely did uh, take the pressure off of me um, because I was worried that I was going to have a little bit of a fight. But. Um, oh, I also got something else to add. Oh, go ahead. Um, just us being in our relationship, um, you know, before your move um, and while we were together, I seen the struggles that you went through with the men that came before me mm -hmm. and some of the obstacles and hurdles that these men were putting in front of you. And I just remember being with you like, why are these people, why are these men going above and beyond to like just make things difficult for you when I thought that, you know, you were not just a great person, but a great mother as well. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and 
just to see that other people didn't see your greatness. It just was confusing to me. And then like, lo and behold, life evolved and I was faced with the same opportunity of, I can put up a fight and put these roadblocks up for you taking my son away, or I can value and see you as the person that you truly are. Know that not just my son, but all the kids were in good hands and just know that you were in a position where I knew that I could sleep well at night knowing that you would put your life on the line for those kids at all times. Right. <clears throat> yeah. And, you know, it's it's sad because <clears throat> there are parents that aren't able to see it, you know, for selfish reasons. Um, I mean, and selfish just as like not wanting to be so far away from their child. But there are unfortunately, you know, those parents um, that are trying to co-parent together that really are just out for harming, hurting the the parent that you're co-parenting with, which I always thought was so fucking stupid. So dumb. And, you know, because ultimately you're hurting your child. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was it was definitely good that you were able to see that um, at that time. And even at that time, we hadn't been together like four, almost five years at that time. We had been separated from each other. I don't think it was that long. <clears throat> 2000 and... Oh, yeah. It is yeah, well, 2013... And then it was like 2017, no, 2018 when I moved to Florida. Right, right, yeah. right, right. <clears throat> yeah, mm -hmm. so it was, it was some time. So, I mean, the good thing is that we did at least have that time to kind of get some, in, in some type of groove, you know, as far as learning to co-parent. Because it was not fucking easy in the beginning either. Because you was an asshole. <laughs> no, but you were I'm just... Sure. Yeah, just, um, you know, I'm not making any excuses, but this is life, you know, and it's not like we're all, all of us are perfect and we see things, we see things differently, you know, at different stages in our life. Mm -hmm. And when you and I got together, we were definitely not on the same stage of life. So that's where we were missing there. We still ain't on the same stage of life, sweetheart. Yeah, I'm I'm ahead of you, and you behind the game. <laughs> oh no, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, just like like we're not just talking about you know we were together at one point, broke up at one point, and then you just moved away. At one point when we were not together, I still was picking Mellow up every morning to put him on the school bus to go to school. For the most part, yeah, depending Every on my schedule. Morning. So just to like paint a picture to the audience of our relationship before the move. Mm -hmm. Like we weren't together, but I was coming to get mellow, taking him to school, spending time with him every day, seeing him. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just a weekend thing. You know, I was seeing mellow every day when he lived in the same neighborhood as me. Mm -hmm. And then when the move came to Florida, like it was truly hard for me to deal with something like that because I'm used to having my son b beside me every day. He's my best friend. 
He, uh, you know, he's an incredible kid. You know, I, I love everything about him. And for that to just, for him to go on the other side of the world and we look just alike, like everywhere we go, yeah. people don't know us, we're complete strangers and people will be like, hey, y'all two look just alike. Yeah. I'll walk into a room and Melo's already in the room and complete strangers are like, hey, you're coming to see that kid over there, aren't you? Because we look just alike. So, like, we had a great bond. And for that move to take place, it was pretty hard for me. But I also think it helped me grow as a man. Mm -hmm. I grow as a father also. <clears throat> you know, it, it took a lot of growing for me to be able to accept and to deal with it. And I don't see it happening any other way. Like, I'm so used to it now. And... When I do get my ch my time to spend with Melo throughout the year, like it's awesome, mm -hmm. and to be able to pair from a phone, from Zoom, everything is just it's hard for me to change. I like how everything is going right now, but I, I do have times and moments where I do miss the hell out of my son. But when we get together, you know, all that just melts right away as soon as we see each other. Yeah. Now, what the hell was I going to say? Mm -mm -mm -mm. Damn, I lost my train of thought. Well, I just, I mean, how, what would you say as far as like trying to give someone advice? Like, because like I was saying in the beginning, you and I did not get along at all. Because we had too much of our own <laughs> anger and emotions involved there. So at some point, you know, whether it, I mean, the work always has to start within yourself. But at some point, you and I were able to get to start seeing eye to eye. So what would be your advice to somebody, some, some baby dad is just fucking tired of his baby mom Whatever his issue is, her shit, his shit, what would you advise? Man, every case is different, you know, and, you know, I don't want to keep harping back on myself, but, you know, I just happen to be blessed to have such a great parent to co-parent with. Yeah. Because, like I said, I had the ultimate trust in you as a mother with the kids and you know looking back at my past i can't say that i would have that same um respect for other people in my past because um you had to earn that mm -hmm. and my advice to others is you know like it's an individual it's all about the individual that you are co-parenting with mm-hmm you have to honestly be able to to break them down as what type of person they are that you truly believe in your heart and be able to make your decisions off of that. If by chance the woman is not the best of mothers, if by chance you do question their parenting skills, mm. then I wouldn't give you the same advice like I took myself. I would maybe then tell you that at some situations you do need to fight 
and maybe you do need to take over the situation and become the man and step up and make the best decision for the family and whole. Mm -hmm. Not just for you and your personal decisions and your personal things that you want. You Mm -hmm. have to make the best decision for not just yourself, but for your baby mom as well as the child or children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was it was good that we're eventually able to get on that level. But yeah, he's right. I mean, it's really hard just to like give advice. It's it, in these cases, it's really not so black and white um, because right. there are so many different instances. Um, you know, I mean, there's a lot of moms that use their children, you know, as a leverage against the father. You know, to get them in a weak area or, you know, to get them for something else, you know, for their own personal vendettas. But, um, I mean, a situation like that where you have a mother that is not the best parent, this is another thing that really I've been very passionate about. Being that I'm a parent that has co-parented with people that are not the best parents. And it was, you know, I started off like, I'm just going to, I'm I'm just going to fucking nag them. I'm just going to tell them, look, you need to do this. You need to do that. But I realized that I was driving myself crazy. It is not my responsibility to teach anyone how to be a parent. So I realized the best situation or the best way to handle the situation for my child and for myself was I pick up the parts that, you know, the the father wasn't doing. You know, that means trying to make more money. Um, You know, busting my ass so I can provide a home, you know, that I know I can't really afford, but I got to make it happen because I want my kids to be in a nice neighborhood. You know, so whatever, you know, any of the fathers didn't do, their lack of, I filled in. You know, and that was a responsibility I took on because, number one, the child didn't ask for this life. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, granted, like, I didn't ask to be with an asshole. And whether I ignored signs or whatever, I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. All you can do moving forward is assess the situation (laughs) and see what pieces you need to pick up. Because you're the fucking adult. You're the fucking parent. And you do that. Um... And and that's what I did. Um, but I've got real lucky. I I like to say lucky, blessed, whatever, because even though Mike and I were at odds for some years, A we both yeah whatever. But we both. I mean, for me, what I did, I assessed the situation, but I also kept in mind that. I know that Mike loves Mellow just like I love Mellow. I'm not the only one that has that love, you know? I'm not going to lie. At the time, at some point, I did think that you were taking him away for spiteful reasons. And like I said, it took me time to really just to reflect on the big picture of life. Mm -hmm. And that's when our earlier stages came into mind and... You know, I knew that you had these visions of where you saw yourself before we decided to have a family together. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, like things weren't always clear and I, it was really hard for me dealing with um, Romello being moved far away from me. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, once I got a chance to really just, you know, assess the situation and and just pretty much just grow. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 that's the thing where I was getting to is that whoever you're co-parenting with, each parent has to assess the situation, you know, and be able to. I would say dig into themselves. Um, as far as, you know, what is more important here? You know, the child or your feelings and your pride. And, um, yeah. And then, um, in, in doing that, then you can kind of check yourself or you can check yourself. You know, if you keep, keep your, you know, keep it a hundred with yourself and you can start working on how you can make this situation Better for you, better for baby mom, you know, and better for the child, ultimately. And honestly, I remember at one point, you know, I had, like, some of my close friends and family would, all of them would come and just ask, you know, how do you feel about, you know, Melo leaving? Like, everybody would have a one-on-one with me and ask me that. And I remember the first time I answered it, the same way that I answered it here, that... You know, I trust Natasha as a mother. I trust that she's going to do the right things. Um, I know that she would give her life for these kids. And this was Natasha's dream before we even had this family. And I remember just telling everybody that when I would have these one-on-ones with my friends and family, and every time I would say that, I would see their faces. And their faces would look at me like, like, that's pretty honorable of you, or that's pretty mature of you. And mm-hmm. every time I sat down, like let's say a dozen people asked me. So I told that story to a dozen people one-on-one. And this the response that I got from everybody was just, just let me know that I was more secure in the decision that I was making. Because people, my friends and family would reassure me like that is incredibly strong of you Mm -hmm. that's growth or you know most people wouldn't pay attention to those things and you know I just felt that validation from all my family and friends that I was doing the right thing as well so you know the the transition was a lot easier after I got a chance to speak to everyone but like this was this was the wheels for this journey were already put in motion before we even met so I could not see myself as standing in your way of accomplishing mm-hmm. your goals. Yeah. It's something that was put in motion. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the butterfly effect. You got some wings that flop over here and it causes a tsunami over here. I didn't want to be the one to clip off the butterfly's wings. You did. That's right. My motherfucking butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but um, as far... All right, get over yourself. You, he's, like, really proud of his little thing he came up with. I swear to God, I got to hear about this for, like, <laughs> 10 minutes afterward. Yeah, you like how I said that? Mm-hmm. 
nah. I don't know what you're talking about, y'all. I'm just talking from the heart. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, but um, now going back to those that are not in, you know, good situations or can't co-parent for whatever, you know, the case is. You're, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, God forbid if you are in a relationship with someone and that that other half dies, you know, you would have to pick up the pieces. You would, you know, even if you think, oh, I'm going to go get married and, and some... I'm telling you, the loss of a parent, whether it's death or whether it's because the parents aren't getting along and the the other parent X'd out the other one, you know? I mean, it it is hard. It is really hard. And the main goal needs to be your child's mental, physical well-being. Um, and that's one thing, going back to what I was saying earlier, is that what helped me to regain focus on this situation is that I knew that Mike loved Mello just like I love Mello. And I'm not, I'm not the only parent here. You know, he, he loves her son. And I, and I saw that, especially when he would go out of his way, you know, to make sure that he gets the plane tickets every summer. You know, that he's saving up or he's hustling, whatever, however he's got to do it to make money so he can get down here, you know. And I have two other baby dads that um, they are in very good financial situations. Let's not fucking front. And they make very, very little to no effort to have a relationship with our child but Mike does and he finds a way that's why I have the utmost respect for him yeah I still get aggravated with him you know but that's all personal shit right there but he he really has grown he's really grown and and matured and um I definitely appreciate you know his his thought process on life um you know, and and that has definitely made it easy for me, you know. So I had to put away whatever my personal feelings are. You know, there's people that, you know, I have dated or friends that I, I've known that know that know what Mike and I have been through, you know, from me speaking about it. You know, they don't know Mike's side, but and not to go into detail or anything, but there are people that say, I don't even know how the fuck you get along with Mike because of all y'all went through. Now, <clears throat> for everyone that is listening that doesn't like their baby mom or baby dad, it doesn't fucking matter if you don't like them. As long as that parent is a good parent and they love your guys' child. That's all that should matter. That's all that matters. As long as you know your child's safe and is having his or her needs met, that's all that matters. I absolutely cannot fucking stand 
when I hear about parents that are so angry about this or that happening and, and the relationship, and that's why I'm such a bitch or I'm such an asshole to my baby dad or mom because of what they did. So I'm just going to make everything super hard, super hard for them to be connected with our child because he's going to learn I'm the boss. I'm the one, you know, I've always been right. What Fucking for what? Why are there people that do that? Because they're so wrapped up in them fucking selves. And you know what I've told friends that are going through that? That they can keep showing their ass, but they forget that that child grows up into an adult. The child does not forget the happenings of their life when they're young. And they will come up with their own conclusion as an adult. My mom did this shit. That was not right. Or my dad did this shit, you know, and it affected my relationship being able to have with him or my mom. That was not right. So for you guys out there that are being vindictive and um, self-absorbed with your feelings, that's the wrong path right there. You're fucking yourself. Right. And I would like to interject. I don't want to come off as like I'm Dr. Phil or anything of that nature. But at the end of the day, when people come together to have children, you come together while you're still... You're only going to get older as time goes by. So whether you have kids where you're 18, 28, 38, 48... You're, whenever that time is that you have kids, you're going to move and grow older from that point forward. So the younger that you are and you're having these kids and you're dealing with these issues, you have to keep in the back of your mind that, you know, you got to give people room to grow. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, as an eight-year-old kid and you were going to a candy store, you would cry when you could not get a piece of candy. Now that you're 18 and you're in this store and you can't get a piece of candy, are you going to cry? The answer is no. It's called growth. So you have you also have to learn this, this type of patience in a relationship to allow people to become the adults, to become the parents that they were meant to be. And it's a growing and learning experience. You don't just have a child and then instantly know all the right moves and the right decisions to make to be the best parent for that child. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to fail. But as that other side, instead of ridiculing the other person, instead of, you know, coming at them, what you should do is just learn to have some patience because with time comes growth Mm -hmm. and people can grow and mature into being more responsible throughout time. Was I always this same guy that's sitting in front of you right now? Absolutely not. And Natasha will be the first in line to tell you that I am definitely not the same person I was in my 40s when my 20s. Mm -hmm. And it's all about having that time to grow. Mm -hmm. And Natasha grew also. Y'all don't know, but she used to be cuckoo back when she was in her 20s as well. You know know what I'm saying? Y'all don't know this. But I'm here to tell y'all, like, don't, like, this person in front of y'all right now, I ain't gonna say it's a front or nothing, but it's just called growth. Yeah, it's she called growth. She matured grow. into this person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, so, um, 
God damn. You're an asshole. <laughs> yeah, so another thing I'd like to address is, um, you know, as far as what Mike was saying, like he had to grow, I had to grow. Um, and that's a personal journey. Um, of course, when you have loved ones that are around you supporting that growth, it definitely does help. It definitely does help to get that encouragement. So despite whatever Mike and I have gone through, when I see him making an earnest effort to better himself or being a better parent, I would encourage him. I don't care if he cheated on me or hit me or or he did this and, you know, 2012, I don't care because we're in the here and now and I see him making an earnest effort. So I would encourage it. And I, when I saw things I didn't like, I would say it. But that was another growth part because I had to learn how to say it, how to speak. To yes, him. yes. And she's still growing in that regard. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, I encourage him because, you know, when he does good, our son does good. You know, um, like these, and I'm speaking from, you know, as a woman, they, there's women that are so pissed because he ended up fucking her best friend or now he's with the best friend. And I'm just going to be pissed off and blah, blah, blah. You're actually hindering his growth in a sense, his growth with you to co-parent, his growth with his, with his child to parent, you know, so it's not about. It's not about, because they say, for like, forgive, but you don't forget. Yeah, I mean, forgive for yourself because then you're just going to be dropping poison everywhere if you want to hold on to something that don't even fucking matter anymore because y'all got a kid and y'all got to move forward, and, you know, and work together. So despite what happened between Mike and I, when I would see him doing good or like when, I mean, now he's a in life insurance broker and... That was even a process for him, you know, that was a journey for him. And I supported him on that. I mean, I, when he got his, when he passed his test, I told him, send me a picture of your past, you know, where it's got his little picture and it's got, you know, the words past on it. And um, I printed it out and I had my son put it on a refrigerator and I did a little video with Romello putting, you know, the picture and the magnet and then giving his dad a thumbs up, mm-hmm. you know, and there was someone that I was, you know, dating at the time and he wasn't very happy about that, but he, he didn't understand. So my thought process on, you know, that was whether we're an adult or a child, I mean, even especially as adults, we are still learning. We're still growing. We don't know everything. And I want my son to see, wow, daddy accomplished something. You know, and that that makes Romello not only proud of his daddy, but it lets him know that he can accomplish something at any age. You know, and when he, as he gets older and he learns more about his father and his father's journey, he's going to have even more respect for him knowing that he was at point negative 12 to where he is now and still growing. So his, our son is going to be like, wow, you know, my dad didn't let any of those things stop him from being, you know, a good person, from being a better person, et cetera, et cetera. 
So that's why I did that. Also, I did it because I want I wanted to encourage Mike, you know, to continue to grow. I wanted him to feel like, you know, you you're respected, you're loved, you're appreciated. And you guys, when the, the, the other parent is doing good, your child's doing good. You don't want to stunt anyone's growth because you're angry about something that happened years ago. So that's why that's why we did that. This podcast is pretty is pretty cool because I never thought that I would have a chance to really like give my advice on this type of subject without maybe like being a close family member or something like that. But the fact that, you know, I can share this story because you're shedding light on this. Like the more that you're speaking on this, this is important and it's Mm -hmm. important for other parents to see the type of relationship that we have and how we come together to co-parent because to me it's just normal at this point Mm -hmm. but I do know that you know it's not normal to other people in this world for two parents to not be together but to come together so dominantly for the cause of our child Mm -hmm. and you know a lot of the stuff that you're speaking on and you're saying like I really never really even gave it a thought Yeah, you know I'm just going through these motions Mm -hmm. and I'm sure that this can help a lot of parents out there because at the end of the day, it's not about you. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you remove yourself and your emotions out of the situation, you need to put those, those those emotions towards the child and only the child. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Not what the other party is doing for the weekend, not what their other party is spending their money on. Mm -hmm. That, that focus needs to be on the child. Period. Exactly. Um, and I, I've mentioned this in my other podcast before, but how I think I'm, you know, a decent parent is I never forgot how it felt to be a child. I did not forget that. Mm. I remind myself of that feeling in different situations. Mm. And that's how I can stay so connected to my kids in more than one way. Not to mention that we both come from two totally different backgrounds. They are not similar at all. Mm-mm. My parents have been together for what did they what, just like celebrate? Fifty their, years or some shit. They just celebrated the their fiftieth anniversary. Um, yeah, and my parents have been together my whole life, and my background is completely different from Natasha's. So, like, this is a special situation that we can, like, come together on our co-parenting skills so commonly matched when we come from two separate worlds. Mm -hmm. But when it comes down to the bottom line, which is our son, it just fits perfect with our parenting styles and the way that we come to help one another. Because that's Mm -hmm. all that is important at this point in our lives, is that we come together to do the best thing for our child. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And yeah, another side note here. So going back to what one parent is not doing uh, for their child, you know, instead of, I mean, you can express yourself to the parent, but sometimes, you know, one parent could be struggling in life. So, you know, if I told Mike, you know, Mellow needs sneakers and, you know, something's going on with Mike or he can't get to it or whatever. Well, guess what? At the end of the day, Mellow needs sneakers. So now I got to make it happen, you know, and then where I fall short, you know, I contact Mike and, you know, he, he tries to make that happen. 
you know, so we support each other in that way as well. Because I'm not going to be like, Mellow, I told you that you needed sneakers and that motherfucker didn't get you any sneakers. See, he ain't shit. I would never do that. Because co-parenting is... It's not about that. It's about teamwork. You're a team. Teamwork. Teamwork. So... Um, yeah, that, you know, that's something that, you know, y'all need to keep in mind. Um, and just, if you absolutely despise the other parent, again, that doesn't matter. If you struggle, you know, keeping your emotions out of it for one reason or the other, um, you're an adult, learn to check yourself. And, um, if you have to see it like a, a business, you know, um, like a business situation, Take your emotions Pause out of it. Shit. Yeah, and just see it as a business situation. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to get mad about this or that. We're just going to move forward with the same goal. Another thing um, is when you're the parent you're co-parenting with gets in a relationship. Now, some there are some women... Um, that get pissed off at the other woman. Look, I don't care if this bitch was my best friend and she cheated, you know, or my man cheated with her or whatever, and now they're together and getting married. I would be upset, yes, but me and him still have a kid together. So I, if you can keep the peace on that, you got, you got to, you got to, you know, and I've been in situations where the baby mom or or the girlfriend or the new wife or whatever, she was jealous of me or, you know, she had a problem with me and I never give her a problem because I, I want a good rapport with the other person that's going to be around my child. I don't want to be at odds with her because what, she's going to be mad and be mean to my kid or, or my kid. I mean, at the end of the day, our kids feel everything. They feel when we're unhappy. They, they know when we're fighting. I mean, they're very aware, and I'm not going to add to that tension for my own personal reasons. All right, well, I don't like the bitch, but she seems really nice to my kid, and I want to be able to have open communication with her, so, you know, um, I know that my child's okay, you know, and I've had that relationship, you know, my first, my first um, ex-husband, you know, he had, you know, some girlfriends or whatever the case, and I had a decent relationship with them. And they were good to my kid. I mean, I even had one, and I'm still friends with her. Um, you know, she would send me videos of Louis swimming in Arizona, you know. So I could see he's okay, and I could tell he's being fed. And, you know, so I really appreciated that. Um, so that's also very important. And from, and from Mike, too, you know. I, I know there was a couple times you got jealous. <laughs> Here's a $50 bill. <laughs> Like, uh, okay. Not sure that that happened. At all, uh, I totally but, did. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty confident in who I am and what I bring to the table. So I just want the same mutual respect from the other party. Mm -hmm. Um, Not really into getting jealous. I'm into serving the bottom line, which is my son. And to make yep, sure that he's line. happy. That's right. And that I'm doing all in my power that I can do. For him. Yep. As far as the other person that's in the other that will be in the live, I really 
don't have too much mm-hmm. energy for that until it gets to a point where you know the energy is needed, which hopefully that doesn't have to happen. Mm-hmm. And I just like to stay in my lane when it comes to with being for my son, you yeah, know, because that's who I'm gonna be seeing, God forbid, 20 years down the line, 10 mm-hmm. years down the line, seeing at his graduation, yeah. Seeing that at the wedding. wedding, yep, exactly. Not the temporary guy that happens to be in the picture, and even if he's not temporary and he does happen to be there for a while, regardless, that person is going to be proud of the type of parent that I am because they're going to see that I have zero tolerance for anything other than making sure that my son is the top priority when it comes to being in that relationship, right. Right. And, you know, when I was a kid and I saw that my parents were getting along, it felt great. I don't I wasn't worried anymore if my parents were together or not. It was it was a great feeling to see my mom and dad being able to be respectful, you know, and helping each other out um, for us, for my sister and I. So. And to be honest, like at the end of the day, I think this, like what what Romello sees, the way that we get along, man, I think that's like contributing so much to his growth as an individual yeah. and as a person. His like mental he health, grows yeah. up, he's going to have that same because he sees it. Now, we could have a type of relationship, a parenting relationship where, you know, we could be cussing each other out and putting each other down around our child and things of that nature. And... To be completely honest with you, he probably would grow up sharing those same type of traits. Yes. But the fact that, you know, we are sharing, showering each other with love and respect mm-hmm. and that he sees that, that I'm sure that he's going to have and inherit all of those type qualities when he becomes the adult that he's going to be in his life. Exactly. So, you know, we're like leading by example, if you will. And, yeah. You know, like that's what I'm just so proud of is, you know, how we're beyond the arguing. We're beyond the putting each other down because we matured as individuals in this world. Right. And that's one thing I want to say because we got to wrap it up. But for those of you that are listening, again, thank you so much for taking the time um, to listen to us at 20-something, 40-something. And for those of you that know us on a personal level and you're hearing this and if you're saying to yourselves, well, that's not what I remember or, "Mm, well, this and that or, you know, or Mike is this or Tasha is this. He's lying. She's lying. Yeah. But let me tell you all something, because in this podcast and between Mike and I and and whoever I, I fuck with, we're all about growth. So the person you knew 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 minutes ago is not the person that I am right now because I continually, continuously am growing. And so is my baby dad. So for all those naysayers, that's okay. But this is, this is our example because we're leading by example as well. This is called growth and it's a constant effort on both parties. So... With that being said, you you have any any words for the outro? Um, just that you know, um, I'm happy that I'm here. You know, like uh, this was not forced. This was not written. This right. was not planned. 
Yeah. You know, we just coming together and just speaking as two human beings, as casual as it comes. And that's what you have right here in front of us. Just We're just being natural and real. Yeah. And if you get a chance to, if you like what you hear, then and you think this could help somebody else in their life. If you are in a relationship and you want to share this or listen to it with your significant other, then that's what it is. Because, you know, we're just being natural, just being real. This isn't scripted. None of that. I'm happy that I'm here and I'm even more happier that the life that I'm living in this situation with Natasha, with myself and how we come together in an incredible way to co-parent for our child. Yep. Definitely. All right. Well, you guys, um, that's it for today. I really appreciate your time. Um, if you guys have any questions or comments or anything, please, um, you know, hit us up. You can hit us up on IG, um, 20 something, 40 something, um, leave comments, uh, direct message, whatever, whatever, and share it with people that, you know, um, could benefit from this. All right. Much love and respect to y'all and peace.